Hey everyone, this is Kelvin. This is episode 91 Res Metal Podcast. In this episode, I talk with Godthrim vocalist, guitarist, Hamish Glencross. Um, yeah, I've um, been a fan of Hamish Glencross's previous band, uh, Volen Fire, for a while, and Volen Fire uh, disbanded a few years ago, and and uh, Hamish formed this band, Godthrim, and if you haven't heard Gotham, they are a doom band from the UK and just released their second album, Distortions, this past Friday, August 18th. And the album was released by Profound Lore. And I've mentioned this before, but Profound Lore is like my favorite record label. So anything they put out, I'm going to check out. But um, yeah, I was really excited about this uh, opportunity to speak with Hamish. Um, I did pick up their first album, uh, Reflections, um, back in 2020, and this album, the new album, Distortions, is, in my opinion, um, a a step forward, um, mainly in the vocals. I think the vocals were a big difference from the first album, and um, yeah, it's just a really great, you know, Doom Doom album. If If you like Doom, you know, be sure to check this out. And um, yeah, we you know talk about uh, Hamish's uh, previous bands, how he formed Gotham, and um, the new album. So yeah, be sure to check this out. I'm gonna play a quick clip, and then I'll go into the interview. Yeah, thanks. Calvin, I'm talking to Hamish Glencross of Gotham. How are you doing, Hamish? Very well, very well. Thank you very much, Calvin. Thank you for the uh, opportunity to talk this evening. Um, really enjoying the opportunity to talk about uh, uh, our new album, Distortions. So thank you. Yeah, that's uh, coming out August 18th. So everyone check it out. Um, it's the second album from Gotham. Uh, I got the first one here, the um, Reflections album, which was a really good album, uh, came out in 2020. So the second album, Distortions, will be out. Um, Coming out August 18th, I'll take you your vinyl copy and and then raise it up for, and uh, this is how I knew albums looking full size. Absolutely just love how the artworks come out on this. Just, uh, you know, a beautiful piece of work. Uh, Andy Green's done such an amazing job. So, yeah, just fantastic. Yeah, I pre-ordered one, um, so I got to wait a few more weeks. But, yeah, I I definitely checked out the promo that was sent to me. And, um, yeah, I really enjoy it. Great. Um, For people who aren't familiar with uh, Gotham, Gotham started in 2017, and you're currently based out of uh, Halifax, West Yorkshire, England. Am I correct? Yep, absolutely right. Yep, and north of England. Very fortunate to have uh, you know such a, a, 
a rich musical history, of, especially for our style of music in what is, you know, a fairly small little spot in the world. So, uh, yeah, a grand place to be and some great bands, great people. So uh, just, you know, very pleased to be a part of that. Yeah, you've been a part of some pretty influential bands like uh, My Dying Bride, Solstice. Uh, what 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 is it about like this style of music that really kind of drew you towards like uh, well me re uh, referring to like doom like the doom metal style like what really drew you to that style? Uh, so I think going back to the very start when I was kind of first getting uh, you know kind of an interest into the heavier spheres of music yeah it was very much kind of from um, you know my, my parents initially uh, like, but my dad listening to uh, you know, some good guitar-based music like Free, the old kind of, you know, British blues rock kind of band and had some, you know, a very kind of, you know, soulful, very you know, heavy feel guitar solos and things which I kind of really, really loved. And as I was getting more into it, um, my dad gave me a, a copy of uh, uh, the album Paranoid by Black Sabbath, which I absolutely love from start to finish, but it was just absolutely kind of blown away by like electric funeral and hand of doom and was just like wow this you know music can be so heavy and just like seemed to have such you know dark oppressive kind of atmosphere and so was very very kind of much drawn to that and you know outside of that was listening to you know a lot of um you know kind of you know, heavy metal and thrash and you know msg uh you know Metallica, Megadeth, and things like that, but um, but I just really kept kind of coming back to you know this you know darker, heavier music, and then when um, certainly when Paradise Lost were then starting out, and and again geographically very fortunate here, the you know Tuds, the original drummer, just like you know him and his family lived just over the road from you know me and my family as well, so. Uh, and checking out them with this, you know, kind of darker, twisted take on the style of music, I just thought was just absolutely amazing. And just, you know, I, I knew I wanted to be involved in music in some way or another. And, um, you know, guitar seemed like the obvious kind of choice because, you know, my dad had guitars in the house as well. And I was able to, you know, pick up and play and he'd start showing me some things. And, um, and it just appealed kind of so much and um and then starting off in bands just wanting to you know try and invoke the same kind of you know feelings and appreciation that i'd had with um, being exposed to this music and then really you know was able to pursue that further and further in the you know the first bands that i was in and then you know i could see his tear into solstice into my dying bride it was just like Wow, you know, and um, you know, my damn bride. I, you know, since hearing the "Towards the Sinister" demo that I got um, off an old girlfriend at, at the time, was just you know this dark, oppressive, you know, nightmare kind of music was just like, wow, this is just amazing. And then how, in just you know, a, a spot later than that, it's you know, developing into this, you know, very kind of mournful and melodic kind of you know guitar playing as well that um 
uh, you know, it just just really really appeals to me so much. I love I love your know, ballad harmony, layers of guitars, and all all of this. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of pursue that because I just it, it it speaks to me, it makes me you know feel you know I kind of belong in kind of some ways. You know, we have um, you know darker emotions and you know sadness and you know melancholy at times and this is you know a style of music where you can kind of really channel that through this music it's a, a very cathartic style of music i think yeah i agree there's so many layers like i i like to buy music like on like the vinyl records and like definitely like doom um you know just like that music with a lot of atmosphere is what i really like to collect on vinyl and yeah yeah your work definitely falls into that it works so great with vinyl as well because i still love you know the idea of listening to whole albums at a time as well um whereas like you know kind of so much music is kind of consumed in kind of bits and there's you know far, far too much um you know that kind of time of just like you know playlists individual songs you know having a library on shuffle and that kind of thing but now actually giving a full album the attention and appreciation it deserves i think it's amazing and, and that's why vinyl is such a kind of great way of um you know really experiencing an album as a whole it's um you know you, you're focused on it you, you could get the, the enjoyment of the full size kind of artwork and just kind of look into the lyric sheets. And, and this is what I do when, you know, I was younger and would get a new album. I would always kind of make a point of buying it on vinyl. And when first listening through to it would be listening intently with the lyric sheets as well. And just kind of wanting to study it really at, at that point. So it's um, certainly a lot more than just a kind of casual listening experience. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And then um, along with some of the bands we mentioned, um, this band here, um, Ball and Fire, um, I I know they're not active anymore, but um, can you kind of talk about your involvement and kind of like up to like when they ended and when Gotham started? Yeah, so Ball and Fire um, came about on um, you know background of um, you know friendships of, of, of many many years. Um, you know, I've been friends with Greg McIntosh and Scoot Gladdock for, um, you know, years upon years. And, uh, you know, we're all, uh, you know, we'd, we'd make a point of, um, you know, seeing each other kind of where we could and hanging out and catching up with each other. And, you know, a few times over, we'd kind of spoken about, um, you know, how cool it would be for, you know, to, to kind of be really mixing in, you know, a lot of the, you know, kind of Celtic frosts, uh, you know, kind of, you know, faster and more savage kind of angles with you know some of what doom was morphing into kind of later as well and and so you know quite like the idea of you know doing something um, like that and then um greg of course very keen to bring in a lot of the you know kind of you know punky kind of influence and you know crustier death metal side of things and just kind of you know revisiting a lot of music that he was uh, very passionate about uh, you know in his youth as well so it was you know a sad circumstance that um led to the formation of that band with um you know the passing of uh, greg's dad 
and then him then you know turning to you know the music as a vehicle of grief and then writing these songs as a way of you know kind of working through you know, his kind of emotions and uh, the grief process and then when it came to recording them he wanted to do it with you know close friends and um so that's how that band kind of formed and as we went on and did some shows uh they became um you know apparent that you know kind of wanted to push it further and do, do some more as well and um and we had a really great time with uh, the albums we recorded the shows that we we did um you know it's a shame the only constant throughout the band uh, was like you know both myself and greg um in the band all all, all the way through um so you know and I, I contributed uh, you know some small um, degree in regards to kind of music but it was very very much you know greg's um, you know greg's baby and um and so as the band was um you know coming to the end of its kind of you know cycle then um you know very keen to be starting something else um you know very much you know my own and you know a new passion and um and it was you know returning to the uh you know kind of a, a classic doom template and the old albums i loved um before that um I just fell in love with all over again and then just wanted to um you know kind of pursue this and so the first album reflections is very much a kind of you know a nod to you know the old albums and, and that scene that i loved um so much and um and then now much like what happened with Valenfire as, as well just like kind of want to push it further you know make the extremes you know more pronounced really so um you know there's a lot more melody a lot more harmony there's just you know greater layering of uh, you know soundscaping and um just you know kind of wanting to push it to the next level really i think the musical evolution that we've gone through is is really quite um you know there to be heard for, for people who uh you know want to give it a listen uh, we're very proud of what we've accomplished here and it's become you know not only is that you know my, my sole musical outlet but it's one that i'm you know deeply passionate about as well so it's a very a very personal uh, band um thankfully everyone um involved in the band um very much kind of you know supports the same kind of vision and then brings in their own you know skill and uh you know musicality into it as well with giving a, a good rich tapestry to work from yeah no that's cool thanks for kind of like sharing all that with people who aren't too familiar um yeah with gotham i i'll be honest like the i picked up the album when it came out just because of uh the record label that released it profound lore like I'm su yeah i'm such a fan of profound lore pretty much anything they put out i'm gonna listen to and yeah um yeah that's kind of how i picked up on that first album and then so the second album will be coming out um what would you say are kind of some of the major changes or differences from the first album i just think that we've just kind of really um you know 
kind of expanded upon you know the sound and the sonic palette available to us i think there's been a lot of refining of uh, certain aspects I, I think you know the melodic aspect has pushed that much more um by bringing um Catherine full-time into the band you know she brings you know such a class and beauty with her vocals and harmonies there that in turn then kind of inspired me to want to push myself further as a as a vocalist as well because you know, I'm still you know fairly new to being a vocalist I've been playing in bands for 30 years now at, at this point but I was kind of primarily as a guitar player and now then finding myself as the vocalist in a band is still still fairly new and um on the first album i think you know i was very much kind of finding my voice and place in, in in some ways and didn't quite have the confidence to go quite all in with some of the kind of clean vocals and melodic style that um i now feel a lot more comfortable and, and inspired to do with the confidence of knowing that i'm not you know the sole vocalist <laughs> and then you know it's shared with someone else and now and we can do harmony stuff as well and that just you know it, it took off kind of simultaneously took off some pressure but as i say it was just like everything had kind of raised you know the standard so much that just wanted to to, to do better and, and do more there was a couple of songs on the first album where they originally uh, kind of tried a, a cleaner vocal style but um didn't quite have the confidence to kind of fully see it through so I went to a, a rougher vocal style but this time around there's a, a lot less of the kind of rougher vocals there's there's a bit of grit in some areas but it's it's, it's a lot cleaner than before um I think the production is dramatically improved uh, I think um that it, it's it it sounds you know very big very grand very polished and I think Andy Hawkins did such an amazing job of giving each kind of instrument the space it needed to be able to complement each other where at, at times there's you know huge drums and you know very you know musical counterpoint from the bass guitar big heavy rhythm guitars multiple layers of you know guitar harmonies and keyboards and vocals as well but rather than being swamped and things fighting for the same frequencies everything's like space to breathe and i think it's um, a, a great production job and, and the mastering i think has really allowed that to to shine so um, it's just a, a a big evolution from from kind of before and still very much love that that first album and uh, and it does what it kind of intended to do but right now it just wanting to kind of push things further and um uh, kind of really think we've, we've done that and i feel very very inspired by what we've done and want to do more and very much look forward to you know continuing to uh, to create in the future yeah I, I just want to mention your vocals on this new album like um yeah i really dig it i mean i if, if people want to i mean i would this is just my own personal comparison but uh, has a lot of like Allison Chains, like Lane Staley, like um, cool. style, which is pretty cool. It's just, um, you know, he's like one of the one of the best vocalists, and to oh, hear your your sound, your vocals sound like that. Is, oh, well, is awesome. well, thank you. That is, a, a, you know, incredibly humbling. And um, I mean, Lane Staley and Jerry Cantrell's vocals, their their dual vocal work was just amazing. And you know, they're both 
just great vocalists and works so very well together. So, um, you know, I, I feel honoured that might even be put in the same sentence. So that's cool. Yeah. And then uh, the track uh, Follow Me has Aaron uh, Stainthorpe as a guest, um, one of your um, former like bandmates. Um, how did that come about? So, I mean, we've been, you know, close friends for uh, for such a long time and and you know done so much together over the years it's just uh you know he's, he's a very special friend and someone who uh, you know i greatly admire as well as uh, you know class as you know you know a, a very dear friend um so working on the song follow me and it was very clearly being a very grand epic ambitious Doom song with uh, lots going on, a bit of a, you know, I might call it a bit of a kitchen sink song, like we're throwing everything into it. You know, there's so many layers of guitars, keys, vocals, just just so much. And um, had the and that idea of this kind of, you know, ambition to be having, you know, a, a very grand spoken you know, narration in there as well. And when was demoing the song up, I was doing that myself at first and trying to go for a bit of a hammer horror kind of uh, you know vibe. But, you know, I couldn't do uh, you know Christopher Lee quite as much, and so what I was doing though made me kind of think, oh, I'm, does it sound like I'm trying to go down a bit of a an Aaron Stainthorpe kind of angle? Well, if that's the case, let's just you know ring the man himself and ask, would he be uh, interested in doing a guest spot and thinking what a you know, nice thing that would be. Um, only just, for, you know, for the song, it would be, you know, so much improved by it, but it would also be, you know, a real nice thing for us to do, you know, doing something musical together again and publicly as well, that, you know, folk to see that, um, yeah, we are you know, still, you know, kind of good friends and there's, you know, huge amounts of respect there as well. So uh, I think it was very, very special having him come and joining us, uh, you know, for, for that bit of that song. Just wonderful. Um, just as, as soon as he, you know, was doing it, he just did kind of did one take and it was like, wow, yeah, that's just amazing. Yeah, because <laughs> he was saying at first, you know, Oh, your yours sounded good. Why do you, do you really need me to do it? It's like, ah, you, you know, full well, you know, his, his voice has got such a, you know, character to it. It's, um, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, no, it's really great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one more thing about the album. Um, can you talk about any of like the the stories or the lyrics um, about the or on the new album? Yeah, certainly. There's um because um, on one hand there's some um you know some themes of uh, you know loss and grief, which um you know I've I pulled from you know kind of direct experience where we've um you know lost you know some very you know some very dear people to us. And so um you know it can go from you know the the very direct um you know, kind of tribute, um, like echoes is really that is, you know, kind of very much, you know, directed towards a very dear friend that we, we lost and, uh, pictures remain is then very much the, you know, kind of 
state of grief afterwards, but kind of acknowledging that, you know, loss comes, um, you know, the, the pain of loss is very much because, you know, you have loved and had something, you know, um, special in your life that you, you, you've now lost and trying to then kind of really kind of focus on, you know, the beauty of what there was and, you know, and there's, you know, some degree of hope in there, I think, um, which then kind of ties into then the phase of other um, themes on the album, like um, As Titans, which is very much looking over kind of, you know, life and trials and, you know, the challenges that kind of make us stronger. And then, you know, I mean, you know, looking at a, patchwork of scars that have, you know, show, you know, kind of a history of, um, you know, everything that's, you know, kind of brought a person to this, this, this point where they are now, you know, we've learned, loved, lost, learned from that, learned to appreciate um, what we have. And um, so that's, um, you know, a, a theme that's touched on a couple of times of just trying to, um, you know, kind of learn from life's challenges and, and just trying to strive to be the best person that we kind of can when at times, you know, we can be wrestling with, um, you know, devils being, you know, external, environmental devils or, or whatever, things being thrown that way, or indeed even internal ones where, you know, it could be faced with, you know, own, you know, kind of desires or poor choices and, you know, kind of regret and trying to make peace with your, yourself, uh, you know, regrets of actions or inactions of the past um, and just trying to kind of learn and grow from that as well, um, which, you know, obsess and regress is, um, you know, directly related from that too because it's not wanting to kind of obsess and focus too much on um you know aspects of of the past when you kind of want to try and learn from it and move on and move to the to the future and um, you know otherwise you can then just find yourself in a bit of a kind of a negative cycle of being affected by something when you kind of need to learn from it and, and, and move forward so um yeah, the, the, yeah, there's kind of a bit of a journey in um, in in there, and um, but then on the flip side, then there's a song like "Unseen and Heard" that was just simply inspired by the film Predator. So <laughs> you know, it's uh, awesome. That, that's kind of out on a limb. That one, I think, really. Yeah. Well, that, no, that I, was I can't original, wait to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the original idea for for that kind of song. Have you, you, Bob, had the kind of idea of um, you know the, the idea of kind of being you know, hunted and, um, but then um, I kind of morphed that idea into, you know, to fit more with the rest of the album as well. And like saying that, you know, okay, so this, um, you know, this, this unseen, you know, kind of, you know, hunter or, or predator could be, you know, kind of own internal demons. So, uh, so yeah. it, you know, back into the theme again. So it wasn't just, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> okay yeah no problem yeah i can't wait to hear it you know i the album distortions uh by gotham august 18th everyone like you know pick it up um stream it or you know find some way to support it 
Um, I don't want to go over my time, but yeah, thanks, Samish, for talking with me. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, yeah, I can't say enough. Everyone check out the new Gotham album. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, the, you know, the digital single Echoes is out and available to listen to now. And we've just released uh, the video single for the song Devils as well. So uh, please do uh, please do check them out and, uh, you know, like and share if you see fit. Hope you find something to appreciate in there. And, uh, and if not, thank you so much for your time. All right. Yeah, no problem. All right. Incredible. Thanks.